This is my first podcast, Erica. I know. <laughs> Welcome to Blonde Ambition. We are so excited to finally be sitting in front of our microphones doing this. I know, absolutely. Can't believe we're finally here. So, should we introduce ourselves? Let's introduce ourselves. Okay, so we've decided that this podcast is going to be that boring first one. Actually, not boring, but we want to tell you who we are individually, but also as a unit, as a yes. podcast. So we're going to be switching roles a bit and we're going to be interviewing each other and telling a bit of our story. Exactly. And I've decided that it is age before beauty. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I'm okay with that. Very comfortable um, with my age. Natasha is gorgeous though. Um, so I thought maybe I could interview you first. Oh, we chat. Shit. Okay. So, so who are we again? We Blonde Ambition, baby. Okay. <laughs> um, what is your name? My name is Natasha Lyon. Awesome. And... What made you want to start podcasting? Um, I think I wanted to start podcasting because as um, some people already know, we're already involved in media, mm -hmm. um, community media, and um, obviously you have certain boundaries in which you have to, you, you have to perform yes. your media releases. And I just felt, and I think you did too, I felt a little bit constrained. Yes, basically we were struggling to be tamed. Yes, <laughs> because there's a lot that we want to make people aware of and we want to be able to ask those hard questions that people are scared to ask and get the answers and and to keep it real, let's be honest. Yes. And we were brainstorming this morning yes. and we kind of decided that our slogan is breaking the mold, keeping it real. Absolutely. Because something that we ran into with this idea of blonde ambition is kind of we faced the stereotype straight away. Completely. And, and that's not us. No. And but we understand why yes. it was be perceived like that, you know, maybe possibly sexist, keeping certain people out. But blonde ambition is about breaking the mold. That's right. We don't belong in any mold or any boxes. No, not right. at all. We don't conform. No. At all. No. So and I think in a sense community radio and working for the community has actually made us more kind of, aware yes definitely and aware of um what your actions have on others Other you know, the effect that it has so we want to create a community of women that have each other's backs um and collaborations because your show this is actually how we connected is yes. i was so inspired by your new show on one fm thank you bianca um maybe you can tell us a little bit about that as well Okay, well, it's a women's show, a women empowered show in collaboration with men. I do want to add that. That's Which very is important. The print that with, I appreciate yes, about your show. Exactly. You approached me about that. And we talk about women in business, women with everyday struggles, and women and men in collaboration trying to make a difference. Um, and yeah, and all the work that they do. Mm. I think for me, this is what's led to the, the podcast is that. Breaking the mold within society because we don't conform to society. We kind of live by our our own yeah our own alignment and own own guidelines. I don't want to say we're breaking all the rules. Definitely not. So we're breaking maybe our rules that we may have had in the past, and that's that's living. Mm -hmm. So just to add, because we obviously want people to understand where we are and the kind of people we are trying to reach. I'm a single widowed mom of a teenager. Um, I've been a businesswoman. Um, I'm, I'm still very much in the mainstream business world. Um, I'm also a boxing promoter. So <laughs> I'm mean, quite diverse. Like more diverse, yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, absolutely. And then Bianca, I mean, there's 
there's quite a considerable age difference, although we still pretty much feel yeah. sort of in tune with each other. And, and, and you're just beginning life. Yeah. yeah. Age is just a number. And yeah. I've learned so much from you. Likewise. And I was talking to a good friend of mine and he was saying that's a big strength of ours is actually our age difference. Yes. Because we can relate to each other, but we can also teach each other and remind each other so much. I feel like you teach me and mentor me as I remind you of the little things that maybe you might have forgotten about yourself as yes. you grew. and also being able to take a different approach. Exactly. Because I remember, I think yes, you're a reminder of how things were for me when I was younger and how I did it. And maybe taking a different approach because I'm older and wise. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely though. Yeah. So, and you're young and you're starting arts, I mean, and um, you're diverse, you're involved in sport, you, you know, you love swimming, life-saving, you follow your rugby, even the boxing, getting yeah, you into I mean, the boxing. I feel like that's also another one of our um, similarities is we are very diverse. Yes. So we can cover so much. Yes in one podcast session and you'll see but even how we talk now it's one thing one thing yes. one thing one thing yeah. <laughs> but I think also what we want to do is and we've spoken about this so many times is see up society sorry I'm fumbling a bit over the words society's created this this norm which isn't normal and it keeps changing and it's breaking down our families within communities it's breaking down our relationships and we need to go back to basics okay and also not be so rigid in our thinking which, which is something we struggle with yeah and also realize that life is there to be lived okay um but also keeping that community family feel and really coming together yes yeah yeah and something i also wanted to touch on is something that i'm very passionate about and i think it is the age that i'm at is there's a lot of ego when it comes to women Extremely. and something has happened on social media where we have just been pitted against each other yes. because you know we do have a stereotypical woman that is envied in a sense because yes. of probably social media men wanting that type of woman or perceive we perceive that men want that type of woman and there's just not enough collaboration between women without the jealousy without the envy without the cattiness you know so absolutely, so that's a bridge that's got to be um, um, crossed because cross between women, mm -hmm. especially strong women, mm -hmm. and then also there's that bridge between strong women and men. Yes, and understanding because a lot of okay, a lot of men say they appreciate strong women and they want a strong woman, and then they and then they date one, <laughs> and then they date one. They're happy on the financial side, but when the woman is opinionated, well, I suppose opinionated we can't use the word, but. When she is a strong woman, mm -hmm. they're not sure how strong they really want it yeah. to be. So those are the kind of topics that we're going to discuss as yeah. well. And also, I'm learning. I still am at the place in my life where I don't know necessarily what type of woman I want to be yet. And that's, I think, what my 20s are going to be for, is figuring out what I want. And I think that also happens with the different experience you have, the different relationships with men and women that come in and out of your life. Definitely. That's how you find out who you want to be and you don't want to be and who you want want to or don't want to be yeah. with. Yeah. yeah. And you said something so interesting when we were talking. We went on this beautiful hike yesterday, oh, by the way. That was amazing. Up to corner. We work hard. <laughs> and we were talking about, you made a comment and you said, oh, she sounds quite self-righteous. 
And that stuck with me because you never want to sound like that. No. You want to be someone who someone can go to without feeling judged, without exactly. feeling like you're perfect and I'm making these mistakes. And I think that's also what this podcast is going to be about. We're going to be vulnerable. We're going to talk about where we go wrong. Yeah. We are not perfect women. Not at all. None of us are experts. And please, we are this, this we are human. Doing, we are human. Mm-hmm. And we're talking as just normal women, normal human beings. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. I think it's to come from a place where you're open to learning yeah. your experiences and you're not judgmental. Exactly. And there's no judgment at all no. on our podcast. We don't no. like that at all. Definitely not. And that's why the guests we're going to have are going to be from all spectrums all, of life. All to life. Yeah. Completely. Completely. I'm even talking about it like it's so excited because there's yeah. so much good coming. Absolutely. And I can't wait to learn. I can't wait to meet all these women, all these men. All these men. That are going to teach me so yeah. much. And I also, I've got to touch on, we spoke about this before, the youth. The youth yes. is vitally important. Yes. Um, and we'll, I think we'll have some inspirational young guests as well, which will be leading the way for the future yeah. generation. And the future generation is, is so important because they lead the way for our future too. Big time. You know, so. And I've recently just started all pairing, um, as you know. And I've realized how it's parents... It's very exciting and very daunting. <laughs> I'm, I'm so my mother I, that motherly nature in me has not really kicked in but it it's will, getting there it yeah um but i've realized that you know as parents you don't really know what you're doing a lot of the time no and you wing it but that's why we also want to integrate that because yeah. we as i feel like adults and young adults we don't really know what's right and wrong when it comes to raising kids what is the best approach well there's no rule book and that's what we want everybody to know there is no rule book mm-hmm. so exactly years ago there was no there were no books on pregnancy and how to win the perfect soulmate or how to succeed in business there really really there no. wasn't okay yes and we we have all these self-help books and everything but at the end of the day it's about keeping it real yeah Big time. Yeah. So I am really, really excited. And again, our slogan, breaking the mold, keeping it real. Breaking the mold, keeping it real. By the way, I always do this. Again, train of thought goes everywhere. Um, I'm 22 years old and I live in, I'm, I'm moving to Seapoint next week. So I know, I'm so excited. Big city life girl. I don't know if I can, I, I, I can handle it. Of course you can. I'm ready for this next phase. Yes. I also work on radio with um, Tash. We sometimes do shows together. We love doing shows together. Yeah, we rock it. Um, and for me, my life journey has been a tough one. You know, I I'm the type of person that kind of looks like she's got it together all the time, but um, you know, sometimes falls and has has had trials. And it's it's important to fall and show that it's okay to definitely. Fall. Yeah. And that's why my passion is really communicating with women, mm-hmm. creating better sisterhood, because I've gotten it so wrong in my life. Um, but also touching on the youth again, it's a big passion of mine, the drug use amongst the youth, and also the youth in particular women um, with body image and health, yes. and um, again, creating good friendships. Because I know, I went to an all-girls school, I know the depth of um, cattiness that can be. So those are that's where I'm at. I'm also very passionate about health and fitness, uh, which I've also gotten wrong in my life, but now I've learned so much. So that's my approach to this podcast. And I, I love that because that that indirectly incorporates to my side, definitely. My, you know, my drive. For me, okay, obviously being the older woman, and I'm a widow, a single widow. 
Um, it's about women coming into their own and and I think everybody can learn from this, but learning to be happy with yourself. Yeah. You know, first and foremost, because that's that's the only way you actually end up living a fulfilling life, whether it's in in business, your home life, and your relationships. And um, I did mention to you, I watched a documentary, which we will talk about. We're going to kind of dedicate a majority of an yes. episode to it. Yeah. Um, about women have lost their sensuality and sexuality because of society. Okay. It's, they've been made to feel bad about it. And I think it's affected a lot of the relationships. And relationships form the families. And it's cornerstone. It's vitally important. So I want, for me, it's about making women aware of themselves and just coming into them their own with their sensuality and sexuality. And for men to appreciate that and understand that so that they can come to a better place because you said something interesting yesterday how yeah. when a woman is more aware of what she wants yes. and needs and her sensuality and sexuality you actually can help a man and guide a man that's easily right. within the because relationship because then we're not sending mixed signals because let's be honest as women we, we, do. Send, yeah. we send a lot of mixed signals mm -hmm. and men are a little bit more straightforward and they get confused and then they also get offended because they are like is she hot is she cold yeah, she's exactly. not following her urges i don't understand exactly and i think it's about being able to communicate because we if we're able to tell the men in our lives or whoever if we're dating straight off the front you know like this is what I want, this is what I don't want, this is what I like, I don't like. Then they know where they stand, then they can make a decision, then you can make a decision. Definitely. So those are the things that I also want to. I'm excited. And then of course business. Yes. Yeah. Natasha's so good at business, I've learned so much from you already. But I can't wait to actually talk about Thank things you. like that. Yeah, no, listen, we're going to have some inspiring women and men, you know, sharing their they were to success definitely so, yeah and success awesome. is it means di many different things to different people so yeah. for sure yeah and we are so excited for this journey absolutely uh thank you for listening for yes. supporting us yes. i promise you um it's going places and we are backing ourselves absolutely and we've got some fantastic sponsors yes we have my beauty love which is a fantastic range of um collagen and then we also have the holistic company there is also a beauty company that offers um, specialized facials and massages yes and then we have shushka which yes. we are both very proud members of and it's a global networking organization um so yeah we're very proud to have those sponsors on board and there's a few more that will be coming on board as well so we can't wait to share that with you yes we can't wait for you to take part in all of this and become a part of who we are as well because we can't do this without you no definitely not so wherever you are whatever you're doing have a beautiful rest of your day yes and thank you again for listening to our first ever podcast for yes. blonde ambitions and we will keep you posted as to when the next one is so stay tuned and keep those eyes peeled for our next broadcast yes check you guys every monday for all things Blonde Ambition. Blonde Ambition, breaking the mold and keeping it real. Yes. Signing out. Bye. Bye. Are we on? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Welcome everybody to Blonde Ambition. It's good to be back. And we have Astrid Gilwald with us today. Um, we're very honored to have her as our very first guest. Um, Astrid, thank you for being here today. And um, we can't wait to delve into conversation with you because we know, Bianca and I know, that we can learn so much from you. 
Um, Bianca, I don't know if you want to say anything. I do actually, thing. because when I first met you, Astrid, I didn't know what to expect. I this was last year was kind of the first year that I was ever involved in any kind of business world and any kind of networking world. And when I met you, there was just something about the way you operated that I just loved. Like I cannot describe. I was like, this woman is badass on her game and just you so authentically yourself, you are who you are. And as a 22 year old, I was so inspired by you. So that's why I think you are the perfect first guest for our podcast because you embody a lot of what we want to talk about as women and what we can strive to be. So thank you so much for being here. And yeah. I think Astrid also the optimum per, um, example of a per, the perfect networker. Definitely. I mean, I, Astrid, we met a few years back through business. Yeah. And I mean, I have connected with so many people because of your networking. Yes, but because we've stayed in touch and because you've worked the network. That's and really that's simple. <laughs> so that is what we're going to talk about a lot today, is about women and networking. Can you give us a little bit about background about yourself before you delve into the networking side, how you got there and you know what you're involved in, um, so that we can give people an idea of how connected <laughs> you are from your networking. Right, okay, first of all, thank you very much for having me. Um, this is uh, a first for me as well, my first podcast. Yay. So we're all virgins yet again. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? I know. <laughs> Damn, I should have worn white. Um, <laughs> Guys, I've got us covered. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. Right, so networking. For me, it started early on. My first job was selling advertising over the telephone at Cape Newspapers. I was 17 and it literally was like a switchboard. And we had these little flashing lights with these switches and these horrible black earphones with a horn that hurt oh your ears for the first three weeks. It was like normal of <laughs> Okay. From there, I landed up repping. So I repped in every division of the newspaper. So I dealt with car dealerships, with escort agencies. In those days, they all had to have a license. They couldn't advertise. So I was 19 and going into the likes of teasers. I mean, oh my gosh. It was my first introduction to a woman in a champagne glass at 12 o'clock on a Friday afternoon. <laughs> um, but I got to deal with a lot of people from that. Um, thereafter, I went into property. I was headhunted by one of my clients. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I did, I was in charge of 13 commercial buildings in the CBD. I did all their broker liaison, their security, their cleaning, their maintenance team. But that is where I started my networking, seriously. And to give a, a sort of a reference point, I've now known some of these people for 30 years. That's incredible. Were you aware that you were networking at that point? Or were you just really living and doing what you needed to do? I mean, was networking a thing yeah. at that time? No, I don't, it wasn't a word to it. It okay. was just a case of... Socializing. No, but I also I have a passion for people. Yes. I love trying to figure out what makes people tick and as much as I'm very comfortable being on the stage and I can talk very comfortably, it is also oh whose phone is that? It's also just as important to actually be quiet and listen and hear what the person is not saying because often that is where their needs are. So it is just over years and years of just connecting with people, never burning bridges. I've always had this philosophy of never burning bridges. That makes complete sense. Because you never know, you just never know when you're gonna end up yeah. doing business with them again. Yeah. On that note, that's actually something very interesting because it's a 
something I've been thinking about is you mustn't end things on a bad note with people. How have you kind of been able to do that? Keep things breezy and keep relationships positive and on like the good note. Because a lot of people struggle with that. I think um, there's multiple levels to that. So the one is understand you're not going to like everybody and not everybody's going to like you. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. That's just, that's life. Mm -hmm. Which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing is that if, if it's a business relationship, yes, we cannot turn around and say to the person, I honestly think you're behaving like a five-year-old as much as we would like yeah. to. Um, so there are certain phrases that you will learn. Like I remember having to deal with people that would swear at me on the phone. Literally. Oh and gosh. I would literally go, Mr. Jones, I'm trying to help you, but if you carry on using that language, I'm afraid I cannot continue talking to you. Yes, you're so you now have a choice. Literally, I said that you now have a choice. We can either continue this conversation and I will help you, or I'm going to hang up and I'm going to call you back in an hour. That's so, so mature. So calm and it's like the way you react. Yeah. Yeah, which makes sense. I mean, we had a similar experience where we were actually on air on radio one evening and we got a call in and this woman was really, really difficult and rude. She was losing her. Yeah. And Bianca was so polite the whole time and I was like, <laughs> because I, you know, you weigh up your options, and I'm sure this happened in your brain as well. It's like, this is my career on the line. Mm. I have to be professional. If I am rude back, what is that going to do for? And, if, and, and I know it's selfish, but what is that going to do for me and where I'm wanting to go? And it stays with you. It does. And that's the one thing is that I learned very early on is your reputation is the one thing that you have and that you control. Your, that's so that's powerful. So important. It is, so every time if you feel like you're going to have a knee-jerk reaction, just take a step back. Is it going to matter in a week? Is this going to matter in a year? Exactly. If it's not going to matter, let them have so the go. little victories. Because ultimately they're not going to win the war. Because a person who behaves in that way, it's unlikely that their business is going to survive. It's unlikely that you will want them within your circle mm -hmm. or within your network. It's unlikely that you're ever going to refer business to them. So don't sweat it. Wow. Just let it go. Do what you need to do. Be professional. But then let it go. That's fine. And when it comes to networking, because it's so based around relationships, yeah. are you able to keep business networking separate from personal relationships? Or do you think that they intertwine always? No, they definitely don't intertwine always. So, for example, on my LinkedIn, I've got 1,576 connections. Okay. okay. Very impressive. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think that's a lot, but anyway. Well, for um, business, I think business connections, yes, it is. Yeah. So, for, and of those, I could honestly say that probably as many as 1,300 of business connections. Now, they're not in my inner circle, mm -hmm. but there are people that I do follow. When it's their birthday, I wish them and they have anniversaries, I wish them and they start a new position. You communicate with them. So it is not that you have to communicate with them every it's single day or once a week or even once a month. It's just a case of like, by doing that, just letting them know, hi, I'm, I'm still following you and I think what you're doing is awesome. Yes. Um, and if they do something that I genuinely believe is awesome, I will write a personal note. That's the other thing. I hate those just click the little box. Very personal. Yeah, the generic. Yeah. Generic Make responses. the effort. And I, I think when you do that as well, it's people see how you respond and when there are events or something that's actually like an initiative that's really worthwhile, 
they want to invite you because mm. they want somebody that, that actually takes notes and takes you seriously. Yeah. So, and yeah. then, which leads to opportunities. Always, always. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's, it's such a fine line as well between business and friendship. So I've got like a core group from my time in property. Um, step back a bit. So I was involved with Women's Property Network now. Sure, it's about 10, 11 years. I was regional chair for two years, which is the maximum term you can serve. Wow. And then I stayed on the committee. Um, obviously with COVID, it's been a very difficult time. So just been supporting them. Now, clearly you're going to interact with certain people a lot more. Yes. So we've landed up at this property girls social group. To give you an example. <laughs> and we come from all different sectors of the property industry. And we get together. It's like, Next week, we're doing breakfast. Oh, awesome. comes, let's do breakfast. So yes, it becomes a more personal relationship. Yes. But of those 16 women, I can honestly say only three are house friends. Okay. You know, so yeah. there are different levels. Mm -hmm. But they are the tribe I can go to and go, how's it? I've got this thing, demand or query from a client. What is the correct way to handle it? Yeah. And, and I'll get eight true. responses. That's amazing. And that's what a network should do. It's interesting because I have always battled with that because I, I, I find in my brain, I'm like, okay, I'm just working with this person for business. Is that not me being fake or impersonal? And, but as I'm getting older, I'm realizing that different people play different roles. Mm -hmm. And like you say, you couldn't go to your best friend for business advice or how to deal with the client. You know the roles that people play. I think that that's where I'm at now as I'm starting to learn like the different spheres of my relationships and it's taken time because you don't want it to mesh and then it get complicated. I think that's what I'm trying to say, especially yeah. when it comes to men. Like I've always, like <laughs> when I've worked with guys, there's a saying and like, sorry mom, but it's like, don't shit where you eat kind yes. of thing. So I've always had this rule where I'm like, I don't want to date someone that I work with or that I do business with. I think yeah, that's, that's, a, whole, that's yeah. a whole different, yeah, it's whole, okay. it's a whole different field. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree completely. But yeah, like, I think also like, like as she was saying, especially your name, you know, it's so important mm. in your reputation, especially in, in, in business and networking, it carries a long way. It yeah. really does. Mm. Because also when you're networking so much and people get to know you, you get referred yeah. as well. Yeah. So. I mean, so that's, that's, that's been the interesting thing for me with COVID is that I've had so many opportunities come my way and not necessarily all going to pay me one cent right now. They might pay off basically post-COVID. But I'm still prepared to put in the time that the only reason I'm getting those opportunities is because of the strength of my network and that I have a reputation as a doer. Sure. It's as simple as that. Yeah. And, and people have actually told me that. Yeah. Um, that's such a compliment. It's the follow through. And I yeah. think that's what people want, the follow through. And there, unfortunately, there aren't many people that have the follow through. We've had that experience where people talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And it's upsetting, you know, you let people down when you do that. And then I suppose that's what adds to having not a good reputation yeah. at the yeah. end of the day. So just, just follow through. And then the other thing that I've learned is that you can hold down three or four different jobs at the same time. Okay, I don't um, think everyone can do that. I no, that's true. Yes, that's just, yeah. You can. How do you do that? How do you split your time? Because um, I know, I've gotten to know you quite well, and you're an incredible mom. You're very attentive. And, and you manage to still be there for your family, as well as have your own time. And my charities. And your charities. And, yeah. 
it's I said to somebody yesterday it was quite funny I said uh, is it like a, how do you fit it all in I said if it's important you'll make the time yeah and it's that applies to everything. everything and when I say everything it was last week I had a hell of a week and I knew I was working on Sunday Saturday I went and I had a kayak and I came back home I put my phone in the bedroom I went and lay out in the sun with a book and I didn't pick up my phone till seven that night again because I thought if it's you prioritize crisis, yourself, I prioritise myself mm -hmm. for the afternoon. Do uh, you feel like you have to do that consciously yes. when you're that busy? You actually yeah. have to say, I need these you things. Have I have to make that time. And you, you've got to make that time. So I'm, I'm an early riser, so I get, get up at five. I have to tell you something. You know when it was your birthday, was it last year? Yes. I was on a walk on the, your road with a friend, and I actually saw you like opening up your curtains. Yes. Astrid <laughs> has got the most beautiful spot. It's like by the Absolutely curtain. stunning, especially for those sunsets. And I didn't know it was your birthday, so I actually saw you <laughs> on your birthday. Not really, but yeah, beautiful spot, I have to tell you, sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> but, but it is, you take that time. So like in the morning, I have this little ritual where I, when I wake up, I go make my coffee and I go sit there and I look at the sea. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, I'm not that disciplined to like write down gratitude things and all of that. But I do. I, I'm ever so grateful to be able to sit there by the sea and have my coffee. I'm grateful but for that your, every day. Yeah, that's your form of meditation. That's my. That's, your little that's my thing. Yes. You know. Um, and by the same token, that self care is like when I get home in the evening, especially if I've had a bad day. My girls are well trained. It's like mom's just going to go and have a drink. Yeah. Give me 15, 15 minutes okay. and then I'll be back. Okay. You know? but, <laughs> I love that. But, but, but just, just give me that time just yeah. to regroup and then to transition. Because mm -hmm. I think, especially as women, we don't do that. No. We, we ex everybody expects us to be everything and yeah. we don't actually turn around and go, actually, no. Yeah. I need that time, I need that space. And it's like 15 minutes, for goodness sake, the world is not going to end. Well, you need the time to come home from being that networker and that businesswoman mm. and just to adjust and transition into into Astrid. And mom and mode. It, and mom mode. <laughs> so I get that too. I mean, I used to, I remember with my late husband, when I used to come home, it, the kettle would go on. Whoever was, on, whoever was home first, it was either the kettle or the, the wine bottle that got popped. <laughs> and we'd go sit outside or inside and um, talk about our day for 15 minutes, have a good vent and stuff like that. Yeah. And then we get on with our family anyway. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's vitally important. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's, it's important to recognize and to make that balance and to make that time. Otherwise, I think we'll all go nuts. And like we, we were talking earlier, people are also struggling now with digital fatigue. Yeah, yeah. so digital fatigue is a big problem. Um, you know, I, with a partner, launched a networking group called Trishka. And what we have found is that a lot of people, we say to them, please sign up, it's free. You know, and the whole idea is we want people to connect in order to do business with each other and to share ideas because that's the only way we're going to get through this. There's no government in the world that's going to save anybody. We actually have to do it ourselves. I agree with you. Yeah, um, but one of the things we've come up against is that people are just exhausted. They're exhausted. They're, everybody's going, go on Telegram, go on WhatsApp, go on Signal. Have you got an invite for Clubhouse? Have you got an invite for this? People are exhausted. So right now, we're carrying on, it's not that it's shut down, we're just not pushing as hard, because I think people need just a moment to breathe. Yeah, for sure. And, and yeah. just they go like, I'm like still here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it needs to be something positive. Well, with COVID, everybody's gone remote, everybody's working from home, so I think it's overload, and everybody's doing this webinar. And they're working longer. And they're working, well, I found that, yeah. I mean, I started working at home, I was working until 10 o'clock at night, I was yeah. on my laptop. 
just because it was convenient. It's, I'm at my dining room table. I can make coffee when I want. I wasn't worried about um, my daughter because she was doing a thing in the house. Yeah. Oh, I, can I, was, I was doing Zoom meetings at seven in the morning in my pajamas. Um, that I can't believe. I was also in my <laughs> And I was so grateful I had lousy lighting. So all I would do is throw a scarf over my PJs at the top, put my hair down. I definitely got um, ready for this meeting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and I would be there. But, but the thing is, what people don't realise is we suddenly gave consent for the office to be in our living room at 7 in the morning. Yeah, we did. We all actually None of us thought about that, you know, and, and six months later, we're all going like, oh my God, this COVID wave, it's like we're sitting at the fridge. No, we're not in the fridge. We're just not moving. Yeah. We're not moving. We are sitting glued to our screens, glued to our phones, um, all day. And that's not healthy. No, not at all. Um, and, and I think there is definitely already a shift away from that, which is great, where I think it's more of a hybrid. Where yes. people are going into the office. Yeah, they are. Well, traffic's increased. Yeah. It's got. It's almost back to normal. So, but it's interesting you say that. I think, Bianca, we've found an overwhelming desire and urge to be outside more. I mean, mm. I've just. I mean, Bianca, you've noticed. I've just. I've just been wanting to go walking and go on hikes. Do you know what that's called? There's a term. No. Share. Grounding. Yes. 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 You're yes. grounding. That that to be out in nature yeah. because you need that to recharge. Yeah. We were saying that so yesterday important. because we live such a lifestyle, like you're saying, on our phones, so disconnected from, mm. you know, just normal flow of life, as hippie but as that feel like we're in limbo at the moment, completely. I mean, I'll give you an example. Did anybody bother to go and look how beautiful the moon was last night? No. We, we saw it a little, little bit. bit. Yeah, but, no, but you no. see, and so for me, it's always been that, is take those little moments. And then it might seem insane, but I yeah. promise you those yeah. are going to become your big moments yeah. one day that you actually took the time to, to watch the sunset, yes. to pull over. You know what? It is not the end of the world if you're 30 seconds late or something. If you see something amazing, you want to pull over and enjoy the view. Pull over. I agree. Enjoy the view. Yeah. You I love that. Well, that's enjoy. what we yeah, that's that's here. And it was so amazing because exactly. we were actually connecting with strangers. I mean, we were walking up and walking down. We were having like like random conversation and having but, a good laugh. But that made your walk fuller yes, and richer. completely. And then just sitting up there, and I think for a few minutes we actually both sat in silence. Yeah. Mm. And just appreciated everything. Yeah. And but like I said, like you, it's obviously um, a huge desire to like you say ground because mm. Bianca has been saying to you, all I want to do is get out, go walk, go hike. Yeah. And I keep con we in constant communication, and I'm like, where are we going?
totally paralyzed, not wanting to move, not wanting to be a part of life at all. Um, finding your purpose. Just a bird, a bird that well. she re they rescued yeah. as a family and being back out in the ocean kayaking. Because she was a surfer before. Mm. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty pretty incredible, pretty much in line with your kayaking. So yeah. 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 listen, it's, it's it's like anything else, you know, even with um, you know, going back to the networking, you know, I'm a very firm believer in like the why. Okay, and, and it's really interesting, like I've had business partners and that where we've had disagreements and I'm going, okay, but why are we doing this? And what they give me an answer is the what they're doing. And I'm like, but that's not the why. So you, you're more concerned with the intention. Yeah. Well, the why, yeah. the why remains the, same, remains the same. So to give you an example, I'm on the WPN committee. I'm chair of the NECA. I run a service office and self-storage business. I'm head of strategic partnership for one group, which is web hosting. I, sure, I'm on the Steerco 30% Club Business Engage. I'm a mother, I'm a friend. Mm -hmm. Okay. All of those things, I have the same why. And what is that? My why is to connect people for positive outcomes. That's that's, that's my why. That's because that's my passion. It's so that runs yes. through everything. Everything. Sure. Is to connect people for positive outcomes. That's a good question to ask every time you do something. Why? Why, why am I doing this? Yeah, it's got to line up with your why. So you need to figure out your why. Mm -hmm. Everybody's why is different. And even as companies, you can do a corporate, you know, why. But it's also important yeah. to never forget that. Because Absolutely. otherwise, that's, I feel like that statement in itself is what grounds you. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And, and so when you're having a moment, like you spoke about at the beginning, like, oh, I'm not too sure I want to connect with this person if I'm doing it like over familiar or to your corporate or whatever. Go back why. to your why. Why are you doing this? What is your why? That's awesome. When I started radio, it was something I constantly reminded myself. Because when you do community um, radio, you... Mm -hmm are not doing it for anything but connecting people with people and mm -hmm. being there for community and there's not a lot of that left in the world no. we mm -hmm. often are doing it for money mm -hmm. status fame all of that stuff and my why for radio was to be there for people that are lonely mm -hmm. to be there for people that need encouragement and i forgot that along the way this last year and i recently only just reminded myself especially now that we've had a break from it. Mm. And you saying that has just reminded me to do that in all aspects of my life. Relationships, mm. work, business, everything. It's got to be the one thing that pulls everything together. together. So when you wake up at three in the morning and you have these panic attacks and a lot of people have been having them. I know. Uh, yes. That's the reality. Is if you can actually take yourself back to why. Why you do what you do. Because you might find by doing that, that you are doing things that you really hold no interest for you and not necessarily even have any financial gain for you. And you're just doing it because other people... Because it's expected. Yeah, it's expected. And it's actually expected. rather it's than... expectation, yeah. Do you go. think there are times when you have to do what others expect from you? You Well, I think sometimes we do. We do feel that. But I think the power is in recognising why... And deciding if you want to do that and and quite frankly there's no reason when you don't really want to do something to be able to say no yeah mm. something um we were talking about yesterday it's kind of this like metaphor that i've kind of started witnessing in my life is when i play tennis with my brother i constantly think how is he going to react to what i hit and i've realized i do that in my life 
how, how are you going to react when I say this? How are you going to react when I do this? And I'm constantly managing other people's expectations. Instead of being in the instead moment. Instead of just being in the moment. And yeah. do you find that you are constantly living in the moment and don't really worry about other people's expectations? Yeah. So I think that's the thing that is, I like to say, age and stage in life. Yes. Okay, so it's like yes. experience, not necessarily yes. attached to an age. Uh, yeah. But I also think there's a certain confidence that comes, again, once you've figured out what it is that drives you, what's mm -hmm. important to you, um, that you do understand the importance of living in the moment. And just a reality check. I mean, I say this to my daughter as well, because she watches me sometimes doing some of the work I do, and she goes, Mom, I could never do that. <laughs> I, and I said to her, sweetie, you can find your perfect job. There's going to be 20% of it that sucks. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Get on with it. Definitely. Do it first thing in the morning yeah. if at all possible. And you've just got to do those tasks. But if you can find something that where 80% of it fulfills your soul, makes you happy, um, it, it, it sits well with your value system, with your belief system. That's a big one. Mm. Then you're doing well. Awesome. That's such beautiful advice. Thank you, Astrid. And that's, <laughs> I think that, that pretty, sh pretty much sums up what we wanted to do because we also we want to create awareness and we want to ask the hard questions that everybody else is afraid to mm -hmm. and really dig deep and find out what's going on. Why? For sure. We've got a lot of whys that we yeah. want to ask. Yeah. We <laughs> want to come up with the answers to those yes. whys. Yeah. I, we touched on this a little bit in the beginning about why women struggle to network. Yeah. Can we dive into that? Because yeah. We were, in our introduction podcast, we spoke about what, that, the fact that women struggle to collaborate that, and, mm. and often feel intimidated by each other and their insecurities come into play. Okay. So I've actually gone into this quite a bit and done a few talks on it. And I did a lot of research. And it was really interesting is that women cons basically confuse friendship and networking. Yes. So that's a big yes. one. So first thing is, what happens is we all go to a networking event and we all rush together and those of us with a similar age and stage in life, because it's not necessarily age, you know, you can have kids at any age, you can decide not to have kids, whatever it is. Um, you'll find that people will congregate together and instead of discussing business and what they're doing there, they're discussing their kids and diaper changes and putting their parents into old age homes and whatever it is. Mm. So they're bonding over very personal, emotional issues. Okay. okay. Men, this is what men do. Men go play a game of golf. Number one, they're going to be together for five hours. You can only discuss the weather for so long. Yes. Maybe bitch about your boss. <laughs> You're not going to discuss your wife or your girlfriend. No. So what happens? They discuss business. Okay. And men are basically transactional by nature. So I'm transacting with you on the understanding that you will reciprocate. Because it's, it's, it's an unspoken. It's an unspoken. And it's the way boys are raised. Yeah. Girls, on the other hand, is we do the thing of, now we're friends, and I come to you and I go, hi Bianca, you mentioned that you're involved at some surf club, and I'm looking to get a second-hand board, and you know, would you be able to like, introduce me to somebody? And you kind of look at me and go like, so is that the only reason you became friends with me? Yeah, um, take so people take it very personally. That's what I would do, and I'm and embarrassed to say, but that's yeah. how I would feel. Yeah. But it shouldn't be like it that. It shouldn't be like that. And um, but there's another thing that you can do as well, though, is, and I always say to people, number one, networking. Don't ever go into any room, event, function, whatever, um, with the, the, the mindset of what can I get out of this. 
go into the space thinking, what can I give? Okay. Very, like very this. important. Go in there with something that you can give. And let people know that you're happy to give without any expectation that Why they return. Why do you think that that is important? Because by helping others, you they will ultimately want to help want you. To help, okay. okay. And it's a, it's, an, it's a natural and healthy exchange of energy yeah. as yeah. well. I really think that there's more talks that need to be ha had on this because there's so many networking communities out there. I mean, there's yeah. some that I, I don't want to mention names. But they're not effective. But they're not effective. But the other thing you can do as well is say to people, and again, it's about the giving, is you've met somebody, you're chatting, and you turn around and you say to them, Tell me two things I can do for you. Make them measurable. So I would like an introduction to Joe Smith. Okay. And I would really love it if you could, um, I don't know, send me information on that product. You know, if you can get hold of that for me because that's a competitive product and I can't really make the call. Would you mind doing that for me? Hmm. But, but that makes sense. Give, give two things. Say to the person, give me two things I can do to help you and then follow through really simple do the two things sure because what will happen is they will then go out into the world and go actually that was quite cool and next time they go to an event they can like go find somebody and yeah, yeah. say can i do two things for you tell me two things i can do to help you but you've almost made them accountable without them even realizing mm. Mm. or measurable it, yes. is, it needs yes. to be measurable, measurable because the follow-through is the thing that makes it valuable yeah. and that and that also adds to their their reliability mm -hmm. and their reputation. And you start and establishing name. a business yes. transactional yeah. uh, relationship. It's just lots of reading. Is it? Lots of reading and just experience and observations. Okay. I mean, I stood up in a, at a function um, for Women's Property Network. I've known most of these women for 10 years and basically said, how many of you have actually done business with each other as a direct result of being part of this network? There were 130 plus women in that room. Three hands went up. Something is wrong. Oh, well, I gosh. think women Something need to wrong. change the way that they do business and their network. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. And it starts, I think, with not taking things so personally. Yes. Th that's it. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's it's going to be, I mean, I'm like a case of being yeah. on the wrong side it's, of that. I've got to work on I it. I think there's a deeper conversation here, and um, it's something that we have spoken about earlier. And Astrid, we'd love to have you on board when we do have that particular podcast but i think it goes to goes back to women themselves yeah. as well and belief systems that they've been brought up with as well which and it's about we say blonde ambition it's about breaking the mold and keeping it real and i think it's about going going back to that yeah. and um and that's what we want to do on our podcast we want to we want women to hear and listen and you know take take control for themselves and also know that they're not alone they're not alone that's that, that is so important because alone. the amount of times i mean i've as i said i've done some talking and i've spoken some very personal issues and i've had people come up to me and go i so wish people would talk about yes. this nobody talks yeah. about this it's so, shame that yeah. it's just yes it, it, it's shame it's taboo it's mm -hmm. what happens is people are feeling so isolated so as much as we have all this amazing tech, tech. and all of that people aren't actually connecting and it's that's what's missing we're not having conversations we have all the means to communicate and we're not and it's because we're fearful of putting ourselves out there projection. Being but also projection judgment. And judgment. judgment is a big yeah. one and that's when it comes to as we spoke about this is like real sisterhood 
Yeah, and when you don't feel safe amongst women, because we all kind of BSing a bit and not being real with mm. what we're going through, you do feel too vulnerable to actually say what's happening yeah. in mm. reality. Mm. And that's where I've always liked you because you've been so vulnerable and you've always been upfront about what you're going through. And I don't know where it's changed when women feel like they can't do that. Well, I think it's got to do with society and the way things are meant to be. And it's old belief systems that need yeah. to be changed. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also like we spoke about um, um, earlier um, about women coming into their own and owning their own, you know, who they are, knowing who they are and knowing that they don't have to really depend on and anybody else. And being comfortable with it. And being comfortable, loving who they are mm-hmm. and being happy. Honestly, being on your own, there's nothing wrong with it. Oh, listen, I, I have a yeah. Tinder profile that says I do not need a man to complete me. Do <laughs> not swipe. If you are needy, <laughs> it does I love that you say that. That, that, is, that is amazing. That, that is so true. I because that's who I am. Yeah. Really, why do I want to waste time on even greeting somebody who is, I know, absolutely not what I want in my life? And you know, it's interesting <laughs> you mention that because I actually saw also, uh, I listened to a podcast of a guy talking and saying that until he was on his own and he learned to be happy by himself, mm. did he realize? That someone else does not complete him. He is happy within, you know, yeah. within himself. So, and I think that's that's why we have to be there for other women and men. Because I think men and women and the youth can, you know, they'll benefit from all the, the, the communication and awareness. And, you know, yeah. why do you think women in the last few years have been particularly pitted against each other? Because, because the glass ceilings, should we say, have been shattered but the seats at the table are few. Can you explain that to me? So basically a whole lot of previous stereotypes where women weren't allowed in certain positions at a corporate level, okay. Just couldn't get there because there were stereotypes, you know, if you're a mother, you can't handle it. And the fact that if you can't be at your desk from eight till seven in the evening, you can't be doing a good job. All of those things. Those stereotypes have now been broken, Mm. okay. Um, and so there have been positions where women have got to those positions, but now they are so fiercely protective yes. that they would literally rather put their hand up to a guy and say, pull me up, and stomp on the woman below them. Sure. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I agree with that. So, and, and it's been proven. I mean, yes. even having a woman, I mean, I've sat in lots of meetings where I'm the only woman at the table. And I'll never forget the one day, one of the people I was working for, and he said something and I answered and then he carried on and he basically ignored me. So I said, I interrupted and I raised my voice and he said to me, you don't have to shout. I said, well, if you'd listened to me the first time, I wouldn't have to shout. And I was very lucky. His business partner said, she's quite right. You didn't even stop to acknowledge what she had said. Were you nervous to kind of raise your voice or no. was it it was no because i believed in what i had to say was valid that it was correct based on all the information i had and this is very important because if somebody turns around and says to me astrid that's not the fact because this is mm-hmm. information you perhaps didn't know about i'm very first time to put my hand up and go really sorry i can only base my um contribution on the information I have at hand. Yes, very true. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but then I will stand by it. But I am very comfortable putting my hand up and going, okay, right, new information. And right, you, different results. It's fine. That's amazing. Please keep inspiring 
you are a woman like that. And you've sat in boardrooms, I'm assuming, yes. being the only woman. Yes. Oh, plenty of times. I did, I did like three of them in Stellenbosch with like, what is referred as, what's the Stellenbosch Mafia? You know, and I had these meetings and I'm the only woman, like three times in a row. Eventually I turned around and I won't mention his name, he's very well. I said, apart from your receptions, do you employ any woman? What did he say? The answer was no. Straight up, no explanation. Straight up, no. It is what it and is. did he give you a why? No. Oh no, he wanted to employ me and I told him he can't afford me. <laughs> Good for you! <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> Talking about networking, and you briefly mentioned Shushka. Yes. Can you share a little bit more about Shushka with us? What is Shushka? Okay. So there are multiple facets to Shushka. For me, the the part that I'm passionate about is the networking part. So there is a broadcast part. So we put a certain amount of information out. Um, there's a thing called alternate numbers that Paolo does, which is amazing. Okay. So it's just looking at the news in a different way every week that he puts out. Then we have different groups and we put them onto Telegram because the numbers are unlimited. So we've got 22 different groups that you can join. And it's really simple. You go to shushka.com, you just register, and then we will add you onto those various Telegram groups. Okay. Once you're on there, they are closed groups. So you can't just go and add people. Okay. Even once you're a member, you, they have to go through the process of Is actually like registering. Okay. Well, it's not so much a screening because I will kick you off if you break any of the rules. Yeah. But the idea is to create communities of people who are interested in similar things. Now, some people said, well, why have you got a lifestyle group, you know, to come do business networking? Well, a lot of us actually might network over food. Mm -hmm. Think about it. You break bread. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. why the business lunch exists. Why we have networking breakfasts. So we are all still interested in food. We do still want to go and play sports. Yeah. Um, we want to have a place. I mean, we've even got one that's called the Red Room, where we put all our jokes. I and love that. Red. I because, love that Red Room. <laughs> <laughs> because we don't want that coming onto crypto or coming yeah. onto current affairs. There is a place for everything. Mm -hmm. So you can belong to as many groups as you want. And the youth. I love the, the channel. The youth. Yeah. Yes. So that's one that's going to take a little bit longer to get off the ground in terms of it being safe for the youth, because that's one thing that's very important yes. to us. So you're still um, cultivating that space a bit? Yeah, the, 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 the youth space, there's quite a bit of legal um, oh, okay. stuff that we need to put in place to make sure that they are protected. Um, so as a parent or a guardian, you can give permission, but you cannot go in there, okay. into that space. That okay. is strictly for teens. teenagers. Strictly okay. for teens. I know my daughter's going to love that. Yeah, so that, that will come online soon. That's just, it's vital that that is a safe space. But the idea behind that is to teach teens the stuff that is not being taught in the education system. Please, so, we need that. Yes. We need that. You know, when do you have to go register for tax? What age can you go and get your ID document at? Yes. How long does a passport last? Um, how does compound interest work? Yes. Why is it important? Yes. What kind of bank account should I open? Exactly. You know, how do I write a CV? Why should I go on LinkedIn? Even though I'm still at Actually, school. Actually, explaining LinkedIn yeah. would be so helpful. Yeah. I think that would be fantastic. Yeah. So those are the kinds of things that we want to deal with. And then, of course, for them to have a safe space. Um, we've also got like an LGBTQ awesome. as well, channel as well. Um, I because I think, you we know, ignorance is a huge problem. Ignorance yeah, is a huge much. problem. And I think uh, I read a stat yesterday that trans people whose parents do not acknowledge them. Okay. And basically... Have shunned them. To have shunned them. Yeah. The suicide rate is over 40%. Yeah. 
if those same parents would simply address that person by their preferred pronoun, it drops to 4%. Wow. And that is shocking. And what's associated with that as well is bullying. Yeah. I mean, the bullying is just... Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It really is ridiculous. Yeah. So that's what Shush is going to do. So it's a place where people can go and have conversations. Mm. So you can go into the LGBTQ. We've got Wonderful Woman. We've got Red Room. We've got Lifestyle. Uh, we've got food and wine. We've got horse racing. Yes. Um, you know, take your pick. If there's something that you want that we don't have, let us know. And we'll Amazing. create a channel for you. But the, the whole idea is that you chat with like-minded people. That you can hopefully create new connections because it is going to be harder. It's nothing, this is not going to change in the next 4 to 18 months. No. So create new connections. Yeah. No, absolutely. Find well, your mentors. Yes, 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 I love that. Um, well, we're very proud to be, you know, a part of Shushkandi members. So we encourage all women um, and men to get on board as, as soon as they can. Because I think there's so many opportunities, you know, within that membership. Waiting for people yeah, to take absolutely. the job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like so many things in life, people want to get involved, they want to help, they just need to know how. Yeah. So it's really simple, it's shushka.com. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Don't hesitate. <laughs> Sign up. Sure. We've had a lovely conversation today. Thank, Thank you. you for coming and joining us. Yeah, it's been great, Astrid. Is there anything you'd like to share with us, perhaps? Yes. Ooh, that was <laughs> a tricky one. Um, Putting you on the spot a bit. Yeah, no, at the moment, there's like a million things going to my brain. So I'm like <laughs> going through the compartments going, okay, which part? <laughs> um, no, I think the, the one thing I would possibly share, and it's just general, is, as I mentioned earlier, I've had so many opportunities, and I've recently started as head of strategic partnerships at OneGrid, which is a field I know nothing about. To give you an idea, we have a management meeting every morning at 930 and I am now the guinea pig. I am the least IT literate person who is phoning up people going, hi, this is actually from one good. <laughs> and this is, this is my job. This is what I can do for you. I know nothing about IT, but don't worry. Phone me at 2 o'clock in the morning if you need to, and I will solve it. Um, and I think a large part of that is, is your attitude. Your attitude yeah, determines your attitude. And just because I might be over 50 doesn't mean I'm an idiot. It doesn't mean I can't learn. Not and that's the thing is actually believing in yourself. And you're, okay, cool. So now I'm going to learn new stuff. I've signed up at the C Panel University and I'm doing C Panel for salespeople. Sure. I'm starting this weekend. So I think that's the thing. Never stop learning. No. Never stop being curious. Don't say no to opportunities. Because mm -hmm. the worst thing that can happen is you figure out something about yourself or an industry you don't want to be in or people you don't want to be involved with. And that is absolutely fine. Sure. But if you don't try, try. you won't know. There's no mistakes and there's, there's no yeah. failures. So just try. Yeah. Well, Astrid, you've got so much tenacity and determination and you are so dynamic um, that I have no doubt that you are successful in almost everything that you, you know, attempt <laughs> or that you do. So, Definitely. Yeah. So we want to definitely stay in touch and um, almost want to join stay you. And talk like yeah. longer. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to come back. <laughs> we want to definitely share your journey, but we do, definitely do want to have you back um, with our podcast because we know there are so many topics that you can definitely add to and your awareness mm. of just sharing that, I think, will definitely help a lot of people and empower a lot of people. So, Super. Thank you so much. I'd love to be back. Yay. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Those guests on Blonde Ambition. We are awesome. so excited. <laughs> we will see you guys next Monday um, for some more Blonde Ambition. 
breaking the mold, keeping it real. And again, thanks for just taking the time. We love what we do. And Astrid is just one example of yes. the empowering people that we're going to be having on our show. On our show. Mm-hmm. So keep it real, everybody, and enjoy the rest of your day. Signing out. Bye. Bye. Breaking a mold, keeping it real. Blonde ambition <laughs> is back. Hello, guys. Um, this is our third podcast, and we are super, super stoked to be with you guys. I have to be honest, we have been having some major, major technical difficulties. It's been a manic day, and our lovely guest that's here, this is the third time we are having to record this. I know, but you know what? I just think it means it's gonna be absolutely worthwhile, right? Completely. So I'm very excited um, that we're doing this. Um, I think Blonde Ambition has so much to offer. Um, especially for the women and women in collaboration with men. So we'd also just like to make a mention um, to our sponsors that have really supported us um, with all of this. Um, I'd like to start with Shushka, which is a global networking platform, and that's for men, women, and the youth. I mean, they've got incredible channels, and we will get onto that some other time and tell you a bit more about that. And then we've got um, My Beauty Love, which I love, as you know. Incredible products for men, women, and other younger people. Um, you know I don't start my day without my collagen. For me, it's a lifestyle. Keeps me young. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, I think just, ha- you know, using this range um, and, and the online shopping of My Beauty Love, it just, it's changed my life. I, I feel beautiful. I feel sexy. I just, yeah. It's incredible. I think you'll agree. You've you've met Tony and you've seen all the products and the range they've got. The range for men is incredible too, especially for men in sport, although women can use it as well. They use medicinal mushrooms Mm. and not the tripping mushrooms. Um, It's brilliant for recovery with sport and obviously making sure you get the right kind of fuel before you, you know, get into your sport. So there's that. And then our third company is the Holistic Company, and they specialize in very specific and professional facials for the skin. So they do an assessment, um, and they basically feed your skin um, what it actually needs. Awesome. So, yeah. So, yeah. So those are our sponsors. Um, So we're glad to have them on board. But without further ado, we'd like to introduce you to our guest, um, Angelique Buttress. And she is the inspiration and one of the founders and the coach in Cape Town for Botswana Ladies and Girls Football Club. And we are really ecstatic to have her with us on the podcast. Welcome. Thank you guys. What's up? It's nice to see you again. Likewise, likewise. Seriously, we are so excited to have you. I know. I mean, I think... This club has got so much to offer Cape Town. Um, yeah, so I think some exciting things are going to be happening. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about Botswana before we get stuck into the whole interview? For <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay, so um, Botswana College basically started um, in Joburg uh, with Coach Theo, Theo Buttress. Obviously, it's my dad. <laughs> um, it all started with his inspiration or his... Um, View to make an an up op- or give it up. You see, it's happening again. <laughs> it's a tongue twister. 
Citrus yeah. Thursday. Yes. But this is what I love about our podcast. We keep it real. So it doesn't matter what tongue twisters you deal with, <laughs> you're keeping it real. That's <laughs> all of that. Well, there you go, guys. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, so let me try to start that again. Um, so Theo basically started um, this platform when he realized that there was a lack of um, female co- coaching. Um, you see? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you that. Or representation. It wasn't a safe space. Well, well, I wouldn't say a safe space. I think it was just maybe, obviously it's a male-dominant yes. sport. Um, and it was kind of taboo for females to play football. And mm-hmm. um, so obviously his daughters got, he obviously wanted six boys and he got himself four girls. Um, and Did he seriously want six boys? He wanted to basically have a soccer team. team. Oh my gosh. Yeah, being a pro baller. You know, that is so cute, actually. <laughs> and you know, sorry, I've got to show this I have worked with Angelique's yes. father in the past, and I can vouch for that. So he <laughs> he got girl power instead. It's funny yeah. how life works sometimes. So. Yeah, well, I think that was part of his purpose, you know? Um, definitely. Big time. 100%, I yeah. agree. Well, I think he still kind of got what he wanted. You know, the universe kind of, you, you ask the universe for what, what you yes. want. And then it might not give you exactly, uh, you know, what you the want. details, what you want, but it will give what you, you what you what you need. So, for example, my dad went to the soccer team. His wife and his daughters play in his in his soccer team. So I know, right? <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Is that? So when we play five aside, we literally are the buttress team. Oh, that's awesome. And I can vouch for that because when they they did their launch, they had like um, a launch game, and um, yeah. Mom put on her soccer boots and she got stuck in there, didn't yeah, she? she did. Is she good? She is one of our best centre backs. She is solid at the back. <laughs> That's so, so awesome. What an amazing energy to bring to. So I'm assuming they played at the club. Yeah, we, we played at Bayside, which is where we've launched now. Um, so again, okay, I'm going to just jump it straight into it. Yeah. Um, when we found, when I found Bayside Fast Football, I immediately phoned up my dad. So Dad, what do you, we've always spoken about expanding to Cape Town. Also, once again, not exactly what, how we expected to expand to Cape Town, but it's a beautiful collaboration with Fives as opposed to 11 aside before. Um, and yes, we had countless meetings after meeting, um, brainstorming sessions and all that. And once we got given the go-ahead to do the collaboration, we launched. Um, and now we offer training as well as competitive matches. And also possible selection for the USA Dream Team um, annual. That's incredible. So what is this USA Dream Team? From my understanding, because I haven't been a part of it, because it came a bit later on when I um, stopped playing soccer, uh, is that every year we try and take the team abroad. We try and go and play against, uh, or no, not try, we do go play against um, other teams in the world. Um, Which team? Your, your the, club team. The club team. So oh, that's awesome. is a, okay. is a, It's all founded in Joburg with my dad. And okay. that's 11 aside. Um, and obviously there's training involved and development programs and all of that stuff. So um, when we go as a team, obviously, what's it? I think they call it team A or team first team or whatever. But in those one, two and three teams, yeah. um, they go ahead to go and... Um, Go get exposure, and then obviously, if they find if they find the talent within the team, they are so they basically get scouted. Yeah. have the opportunity to go to get scouted. What an incredible opportunity! Yeah, 
for young and it's women and it's women and the best in my opinion the usa is probably the best place to go for female football yes so yes a lot of recognized as yeah imagine if one of your players that you coach gets to do something like that well i'm trying not to imagine as hard as to actually implement the whole idea. okay let's not be such a believer in that yes. like you don't think too hard about something and no. like let it just let it happen that, that's exactly what my passion is so I, I firmly believe that with the right um what's the word the right intention, the universe will assist you. Yes. So I do believe that I am fully supportive of, of other females, and especially in this the sporting industry, that the universe will help us get whatever talent comes up or comes presents itself to me and my, my dad or the college or our program will definitely be able to go through and get scouted because I mean it's our passion, it's our dream, and if the 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 player has the talent and the passion and dream, you know. It's just positive energy, and it will just you know snowball into whatever the universe provides. Well, I have no doubt it's going to happen because you've put the energy out there, and now the universe is busy making things happen behind the scenes, and it will manifest. That's, that's, that's how how I feel. Um, Bianca, you actually asked a question earlier, and I thought it would be very valid. The difference between uh, the normal side of oh, father side versus eleven side. side, yeah. Okay, so basically, five-a-side, obviously with the name, is literally five players on the field. Um, you can have eight players, obviously, running subs. Um, whereas 11-a-side is more, obviously, 11 players on the field, and you could three subs as well. But, like I explained earlier, it's more about endurance, which is 11-a-side, yes. and agility. Whereas five-a-side is more sprinting, and it's a closer game. game. Whereas you want, one minute you can score... Oh, he can score like three goals as opposed to 11 aside, which can take the whole game mm. to be able to score one goal. Jeez, I don't think I could actually play father aside. No, you'd be surprised. I think you'd be surprised. I mean, um, I was so impressed with how Dakota did. Dakota went on Sunday, and um, the feedback that I got from her was incredible. She raved about everybody that was on the team, and it wasn't, they weren't all her age. It was, you know, it was versatile. It was, older women, you know, and then there was the younger younger ladies, and I mean, she's still in school, so, and they were all so supportive, mm -hmm. I mean, she wasn't 100% sure of the rules where, you know, where she needs to be the position, and they all helped her, and yeah. when you do, and she said, what, what was amazing is, when you do something that you're not supposed to, nobody goes, oh man, you should have passed the ball, or whatever, because let's, well, let's be honest, we all, when we are on so the sidelines, yeah. We're all coaching. And it's so ridiculous. So especially parents of kids who play sports. No, exactly. Like, honestly. So Dakota said it was so amazing because they actually guide you and they go, No, yeah. don't worry. We all make those mistakes in the beginning and as long as you know, you, as long as you just keep going. So um, I thought that was fantastic because I think it's a perfect platform for women to inspire each other mm -hmm. and uplift each other. So has that environment always been the same in that club, in this space that you've created, of just encouragement? Not really, no. <laughs> so obviously, like I said before, that um, female footballs were kind of, or female football teams kind of taboo. Same thing with when I went to go do my, um, my soccer coaching course. I was one of two females in that entire course. And still then, I was... It was difficult, it was challenging. I was going to say, it wasn't uncomfortable. 
Uh, some moments are very uncomfortable. I like this obviously what, better. And what kind of prove yourself the whole time? Sorry, we just don't Yes, one hundred percent. I can see that this is a common situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, as you guys can imagine, being a female in a male-dominant industry, it's it comes with its challenges. Meaning, you feel like you have to prove yourself a lot. Um, you feel like you might have to. There's actually a movie where it says, "Think like." I think I can man or something like well, yes. I don't know, something along yes. the lines of yeah. you have to be like a man to be able to be in the like a man, act like a woman. Yeah. But okay, so that kind of that concept itself is kind of tricky on the brain for me, just if I can if I just put a blunt thing. Yeah, yeah I, I actually used that when I was in business. I didn't quite initially understand it, but when I was in a position where I felt I actually need to be mentored by men, because yeah. I was in a male dominated industry and I found men that that respect me as a woman wanting to learn in a male domain industry, things changed. And they, from learning from them and collaborating, it switched things up for me. So for me, my understanding for me was that to learn to think like a man, especially technically, um, and keep my um, femininity, yeah, control it a bit more, especially on the emotional side. Yes, okay, there I agree. But also, women think differently, okay? Men, I find men think very technically and they just get on with it. Women think a, li a little, and I'm careful in saying this, um, I'm speaking generally, yeah. women think further than the matter at hand. They think ahead and they pay a lot of attention to detail. You're so right, and this is such a bad example, but yes. I don't know if you guys have been watching Love Island South Africa. No, Just me. I don't even no, know. No, we have okay. we have watched it. Okay. It's interesting because I was watching with my friend Roxy last night and the girls are saying, Yeah, but like who knows what's gonna happen like in the, like in the future, if we do this now it's gonna impact the future and Roxy like looked at me and she was like, These guys are not even thinking about tomorrow. And the women are thinking about yeah. the next month, the next three months, <laughs> how actions now impact that. So you are so right when you say that. But there needs to be a balance. Because yeah. the thing Definitely. is, you need to, and, and um, this is, I think it's, uh, I think it's Eckhart Tolle that actually talks about living mm. in the present. He's a philosopher, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, living in the present, not living in the past and not living in the future. Because it's so important because it impacts on how you react. In Definitely. Every, in every day. The irony of that though for me is that like by living in the present, it will ultimately your actions now create your future. So there's got to be that balance. Well, for me personally, I really want to have a balance of living right now, being spontaneous and kind of following my intuition, but also always thinking, how is it going to impact me? Yes. Like if I'm working really really hard every week it's going to have a lot of reward yes. but if like i'm living in the moment and i want to go and draw every day it's it's going to negatively yeah. impact do you know what i'm saying yeah. i've got to have that balance yeah. i also think it depends where you are in your life that's but, true um also the one thing i wanted to also mention was especially in in soccer for, or football sorry everybody uses different terminology what do you say so, okay, so if you say football in America, they immediately think of American football. American football. Right. Okay. And I think the correct term, if I can remember correctly from my um, my courses, is that they refer to it as football. Okay. Um, but just, I think in South Africa, it's soccer. Okay. soccer. Yeah. Okay, no, I understand that. So, I just found, I found that um, in earlier years, and I think your dad will agree with me, 
is that there was a bit of a stigma attached to women or girls playing soccer that they were these tom real tomboys and i find that you know like a club like yours is a great way of being inspired inspiring women beautiful women mm. feminine women to go play a game of soccer or football that they enjoy um clean up you know in the changing rooms afterwards put those heels on makeup and get out there and feel sexy classy and sassy and there's no reason why you can't you know feel that way and people need to start learning to associate things actually a bit differently and keeping it real 100% I think growing up and playing obviously male dominant sport including like the, the other females that played against me or played in the same team as me we, we often find that you know the worst is close close to home you know with the the, mark, the remarks and all of that kind of stuff so for example me being and I always thought I was a tomboy. I always thought that, okay, this is how I am. Maybe a lot harder. Then so you defined yourself. I defined myself as a tomboy. Okay. Yeah. Um, just to fit in. I mean, okay, yes, I've got tons of bruises and scars. I've climbed on trees. I still do that. I'm a tree hugger, by the way. I'm also a tree hugger. <laughs> I'm also a tree hugger. <laughs> okay, awesome. It's a space for tree hugger. You're an assistant. Thank you, thank you. Um, so, obviously, like we spoke about badness now, for example. And I had many... I think you can call it like an identity crisis or mm -hmm. like, um, existential crisis, um, all of that kind of stuff because I didn't really know exactly where I needed to fit in, how I needed to fit in to be able to obviously suit the, the mold for, oh, and exactly. how I get breaking the mold. Breaking the mold. Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, obviously felt that I had to um, be more boy-like, be more harder, all of that kind of stuff. And yes, I did get... I wouldn't say bullied, it wasn't as hectic as like, you know, primary school and high school, mm -hmm. but I did get judged for having plaits in my hair, for having long hair, for being slender, being more feminine after the soccer match. But the minute I got onto that court or onto a field, I mean, it's a, it's almost like a, an inner oh, I you, beast. You were in a, you were in a zone. In you get into that zone. Yeah. So it does it, like this inner energy. Yeah. I don't know what drive. Yeah. yeah. That willpower, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and I guess, you see, your, your exterior does not decline your interior. No. And I think with, with the platform or, or the, the company that we're running at the moment, like my, myself and my dad, including my mom, um, is that we're creating a space for all types of females to come and, and join in on... It's, it's not about how you look like, it's, no. not, it's not about your belief system, it's not about, you know, your... your um, oh, couldn't think of the third one there. But um, it's basically all no, your past, yeah, like anything like that. Uh, what you're supposed to be like yeah. literally is female football development. So whether you are um, a pro footballer or you don't know how to kick a ball, is the exact the perfect place for you for you to be. I think that it's also such a divine space for ex-pro people to come and be part of. Um, I don't know if that's a thing. It is a thing. I okay. actually had one of um one of the Fitz players come down on Sunday, and she played in. That's in so awesome. Our, our tournament. It is amazing. And when I did the training session beforehand, I said, no matter where you are, no matter your skill level, at the end of the day, the foundation needs to be laid properly. And also, it's, there's nothing wrong with. Um, I'm saying refurbish is on the couch. <laughs> What's the word? Um, <laughs> I think it's cute. There's nothing wrong with, 
with um, going back to basics and then, you know, because ultimately at the end of the day, I think basics gets you to where you need to be yes, in the long run. Very true. So, yeah, that's basically But I like the fact that your, your academy is also looking at having, like you say, you know, previous um, pro footballers, because they, they can impart their knowledge yes. and their wisdom of experience, and not just about the technical side of the game, but what you get to experience when you actually go out and you become pro. 100%. You know, to give them a heads up on what not to do and what you should do. So I think, I think that's fantastic. Um, but the other thing I also wanted to say, because you mentioned breaking the mold, I think you also, with your club, are breaking the mold of what society dictates a woman should be doing. And that, for me, is phenomenal. It's actually the most important thing that, one of the most important things that I think you are doing, and you're inspiring women to believe in themselves for who they are as individuals. And I love that. I think it's made. Definitely. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about having a space like this is that all women will feel comfortable being part of it, who want to be part of it. And I think that's important because I remember when I was in high school, a friend of mine who was in my netball team wanted to play action cricket. Okay. Because her dad played it and it was a really good time. And her dad said to her, you're not playing action cricket, that's for lesbians. Yeah. And made this like really general, actually really like awful statement. Yeah. And she never ever played it because of his judgment of the other women that played cricket. Yeah. And that's the mold that we actually have to break. Is it's like exactly. women who play sport are not all lesbians. Like, legit. Like, it's not a thing. Yeah. And, like, in any field of life, there's going to be people that are straight, and there's going to be people that are gay. Like, that's the same in sport. And I think that's a massive, massive mold that we need to break as well. Yes, absolutely. Um, and that goes back to you saying, when you get off the court, and you're putting on your dress, and your heels, and your perfume. Or whatever. Whatever. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's you, and you on the court is also you, but that doesn't mean that people can judge you or put exactly. you in a stereotypical like box because that's unfair yes yeah absolutely and she, my friend got, had to miss out on an opportunity to try a sport she always wanted to because of a stereotype that her dad had believed you know so that's why i like the fact that it's for feminine women older women pro women ex-pro women <laughs> it's beautiful it's awesome thank you so you've got some exciting things coming up as well and um <laughs> Guys, we have to tell you, oh, we, we had like a little bit of a blackout right now, but we are back. And that we was really, really odd. <laughs> we were sitting in the dark for a second. So, yeah. But anyway, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> this has been an absolutely <laughs> magic weird day. And that's why I'm even more determined to make sure we do our podcast, because I just feel that it's got to happen. No, it's <laughs> happening, and we're gonna keep. We're gonna keep it rolling. We're gonna keep it rolling. Angelique, so tell us what can we look forward to? Because I know there's a few things going on, and I know that there's gonna be. You're gonna be opening up other clubs, and how can the women out there that are interested in playing um, soccer and that are interested in the club, how can they get in contact with you? So basically, we have we're on all social media platforms and um, my dad more on the twitter side and the facebook side and myself obviously on the instagram and we've, we're looking at expanding to to durban at the moment okay and i'm not going to say more after that because yeah. Is it a I'm, I'm very excited about yeah. durban sorry I, I'm, a, I'm a little bit in the know so i'm i'm really excited about it yes so obviously, um, fast football is a, a really established brand, and they collaborate or they're sponsored by Adidas, um, 
I don't know if you guys know about that. And obviously McDonald's. Oh. So they've got pretty big sponsors. That's amazing. I know. So it's, it's quite cool that we're in collaboration with them. Um, and Congratulations. Yes. That is fantastic. You must be very, very proud of yourself. And what you created, you know? I think it's, I'm proud of myself, my dad, my mom, mm. the whole, everyone that's actually been supportive of us. And especially the people very close to us who at times where myself and my dad are, alone and we're like oh is this gonna work it's actually not generating any money in and whatever and that stress obviously consumes you sometimes of course and um, but i'm proud that you know we've changed our mindset we've pushed through the hard times we've actually we've manifested this whole situation where you know before we were just like what if imagine this you know and the fact that there are so many females out there that would actually like to be a part of, part it, of it and is probably my biggest um I'm going to say inspiration, but also like what gets me super, super excited. Yeah. Yes. Um, is the, the lives that we are impacting. Um, and the question was, how can they find us? So obviously, <laughs> also And yeah. for companies that would be interested in sponsoring, because like there are a lot of companies that I want to get involved, obviously, with, you know, this kind of, um, this kind of platform, you know, with sport. Um, it's important for, especially for the young people, you know, I think... Um, being fit and healthy, it keeps the mind active. Yeah, and it keeps them out. Honestly, it keeps them out of trouble as well. Let's be honest. And I think it, you know, it, it affects so many parts of our lives. So, um, I think there will definitely be companies that will be interested in sponsoring. Definitely the the club. Yeah. So, let so us if there are any companies that would like to sponsor us, we need a lot of equipment, especially expanding and uh, not well, from Bayside um, outfit. And obviously my dad was in the MPO side of Bantuan um, Football College, so that's okay. obviously the sponsors are highly appreciated. Um, but yeah, we're on Instagram, it's bcfc.development program, but I can give but you we'll, guys... Yeah, we'll put it all on, obviously, and at the link we Yes, know, yes. So. Sure. And, yeah. and we obviously want everybody to like... Oh yeah, pass and subscribe. That'll be fantastic. Definitely. Um, and my last, qu- my last question for you is, um, what does Botswana mean? Young female, young woman. Oh, gorgeous. Say no more. Gorgeous. Say no more. Thank and you so much for just like your authenticity and what you've created. Like, I know that as a sportswoman growing up, I wish I had 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 something like that. Um, that was so inclusive. And beautiful so like I know that there are probably so many young girls out there that are that don't realize how lucky they are to have something like this so the fact that it's grown means that it's supposed to have yeah. you know and it's going in the right direction and the fact that we've got to talk about it before kind of it, the ball gets rolling even yes. more yes. we're very very stoked that you've come we definitely like you to come back because I know there's another aspect well a few different aspects to you as far as the training is concerned and your body and your mind and you know alternative modalities and yeah, dealing with recovery during training or preparation for training um so um we'll definitely arrange that definitely but I think I just sorry I've just got to say that like you said earlier on it's been a manic week and there's been so much happening it's been so busy I know all three of us have had that I mean, you've moved yeah nuts you've been all over all Cape Town with the club <laughs> I've started a new job and Today, I think it's especially special because it's been so unusual. 
Um, we've had all these funny technical little difficulties, technical difficulties in our own difficulties. <laughs> yeah. like, um, and I think that just we've just basically just shown that as women, we just push through. And we persevere. And we persevere. And we hold each other's hands while we go going through it. That's you right. know, you're never alone. Never. I'm so grateful to be in this position right now because you know, growing up, I felt alone, and you know, now to see that there are other supportive, empowering women out there like you guys, it's it's oh, absolutely a blessing. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. And I, I think we believe that it's our purpose, and we'll keep doing that. And I'm sure you're going to be joining us in in doing that. I can't wait to see us in ten years. Not wishing my life away, but just. <laughs> The kind of the track we're all on. I mean, that's exciting. And the world needs this kind of badass group of women holding each other up. Absolutely. Totally agree. So I think, everybody, thank you for joining and listening to our podcast and watch the space. I'm so excited. We've got some awesome interviews coming up. Um, And also just have a beautiful week. You know, look after each other, look after yourselves, take it easy, work hard. And don't be afraid to break the mold and keep it real. Yes. Signing out from Blonde Ambition. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.